This is Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, where every week we explore strategies and ideas for financial management and growth to help today's businesses put their financial picture in context. Welcome back to Create the Next. I'm Chris Bentliff, and I'm joined today by Joan Levis. And Joan, I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you today because this is on everybody's minds. And we're in the midst of, and we talked about it in a few other episodes, the great resignation, and we're starting the year. And there's a lot of discussion about uh, the workforce, the labor force, employees, uh, their culture, their uh, state of mind, their wellness. It's a ton to unpack. And I thought today we'd talk a little bit about how do we engage or energize our employees uh, as we start the year? So tell me a little bit, just what's your kind of perspective on this? What's the sort of priority or importance of not just treating our employees as uh, people to whom we will share the message, but really engaging them in the, I don't know, strategic mindset of the company? So there is a lot of focus on on the employees because of the great resignation. And this is a, a tool that I've used throughout my career, and it's been very effective, is actually including them in your strategies and goal sessions. So um, sometimes that sounds scary because they might be thinking that you have a big wallet and you could spend unlimited money, but uh, it it works incredibly well because uh, once you do, so now everyone's doing their strategies and goals for, you know, one, three, five years um, or should be. And um, when you do engage your employees in it, they bring a whole different perspective, closer to the front line a lot of times, closer to the customer. Uh, they feel empowered. They're uh, a big, another big buzzword of uh, this year is they are better aligned with their individual purpose is better aligned with the company's purpose. And that's, there have been studies by McKinsey and others where that's very critical to employees at this point. Uh, the other thing is that once they do engage, they have uh, more ownership of their own um, objectives, their own objectives, as opposed to being just handed, here are your objectives. They see how they tie to the broader cause. Let's talk about that a little bit, because I think that that's a huge issue, which is uh, I don't see the value in my work, or I don't see how what I'm doing is relevant to the big picture. Or, uh, you know, I've got my tiny little isolated siloed team here of three or 13 people, and we're just cruising along in our manager, and we sort of are indifferent to what else is going on or in other departments or whatever. How do I, uh, are there some tactical sort of practical examples that you can share? How do I uh, really get everyone on board with my goals? Is it a big, let's have a big Zoom meeting and let's share it all? Or is it, because uh, I think that there's a lot of sort of, here's what we're going to do, everybody, the board decided or the executive team decided, and here's what you need to do. And what I hear you saying is, no, 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 actually involve your employees at that stage. How do I do that? Is it surveys? Is it uh, from the manager on down? Is it small sort of cohorts? What What's some thoughts you have? Uh, the way I've done it in the past is there are two two different formats. One is what we call dreaming sessions. You just get a group of people at all levels in a room and you start dreaming about ideas, that new growth ideas. That's not necessarily strategy setting, but it helps come up with broader and different perspectives. And then what you do with those ideas is as a team, you put them up on yellow sticky notes as a team, you start to narrow them down based on how does it fit with our core strengths? 
How big is the market? How crowded is the market? And then, you know, then all of a sudden you have a few really good new ideas that you could go chasing after. That What I do then is um, assign it to a person or two to go research it in more, much more detail. So that's one thing. That's a dreaming session. The strategy session, you get, I would say uh, you do it, if, if it's a very large organization, you do it by function and each functional manager would do it with their team and then, and so on. So you pyramid it up, uh, but you start with the top pyramid because, and you set, you set some broad parameters. Like this is what I want to be. These are our value systems as a company. This is what the board wants us to be. We want to exit in five years. We want to be a $30 million company, a 50 million or whatever. And our core values are this. So you set those broad parameters and you say, all right, so how are we going to get there? Let's just focus on the next year. Mm. Uh, and you, again, you get ideas, you narrow them down, you research, you, if these ideas sound reasonable, you assign um, ownership to the ideas to really flush them out and come back together as a team. And um, then once you have it at the top layer, each function could do the same with, you know, here's where we fit in to these objectives. How are we going to execute on these objectives as a team? And you do the same thing. I love that you have this uh, sensibility of breaking it down. This dreaming thing is awesome. And then strategy. Can I compartmentalize this? So I imagine uh, let's talk about um, competitive differentiators. Let's talk about uh, reaching new markets. Let's talk about product design. Let's talk about wellness. Let's talk about uh, all these sorts of things. Um, is that? Do you recommend that, that we can kind of uh, pick a topic and sort of go with that? Or should I be prioritizing, I imagine, maybe based on what's top of mind for the company? Or how can I make the most of that and not just be limiting it to a single sort of myopic uh, point of view? Like, hey, let's all talk about how do we reach more customers? That's interesting, but there's a lot more going on in a company. Should I be involving my employees at as many touch points as I can? Create the Next is brought to you by Pro CFO Partners, who believe every business deserves to work with an expert CFO to guide its success. Pro CFO Partners are expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. Fulfilling the role of a part-time CFO with all-time commitment, Pro CFO Partners utilizes the innovative and exclusive FGC financial flywheel as a framework that creates momentum to drive your financial functions for sustainable success. Visit ProCFOPartners.com to explore how we can implement a systematic and scalable financial system to help you achieve your goal. ProCFOPartners.com Well, I mean, usually you only have a few hours, so you do want to narrow it down. And uh, But the dreaming sessions are really wide open mm. uh, because, you know, those are just like throw out all these ideas. And, what, and what's really great about the dreams, so they're growth ideas uh, in that case. Uh, and the sky's the limit. What's great about the dreaming session, uh, besides, is that all these ideas tend to be circulating around companies forever, and they never get eliminated. And so everyone thinks they're missing out on these big things. But once you once you narrow it down and really flush it out a little with the team, then they go away. You know, yeah, that sounds good, but we wouldn't make any money, or you know, so. 
Um, so that's that's one way. Then the strategy session, I think, has to be tied to the pillars. What are the core pillars you want to get in the next year? Is it organic growth? Is it acquisitions? Um, organic growth, how are we going to expand um, our share of wallet with our clients? Uh, is that new product? So you really leave it pretty open, but you have it by the pillars. Like I want to be a $30 million company and I want to do it through acquisitions that are um, like roll up acquisitions. And then you start there you know, uh, and, and you just keep moving on, you know, moving down the path of the great inspiration that's going on in the room. What is the impact uh, for morale and culture when, when this sort of thing happens? I imagine it, you know, the water cooler talk stops uh, stops being quite a thing because people start to feel like they're talking less about the company and more in or to the company. What have you seen in that regard? Yeah, absolutely. I think, as I said, one thing is that water cooler talk, like, why don't we get into this business? Why Why is management doing that? That, that actually um, gets eliminated. But you hit on something really important. Um, there, there's two big themes that are, have been emerging um, with the great resignation. And one is employees need to feel valued. So they may, now they feel valued. Their opinion matters. They're having an impact on the company. And the other big theme, as I said, is they feel like they need their purpose, individual purpose aligned with the company purpose. So this helps with both of those. Uh, key to this, of course, is um, aligning then the incentives mm. to the, you know, giving individuals, uh, empowering them to execute on their objectives, um, aligning the, the incentives with that and reporting out on a, a monthly basis. Where are we? How did you do? Should we rethink this? But, you know, you don't want to rethink it every month, but if it's really not going right, then you have to rethink it. So it's really, it's it's a live thing for the whole year. It's not a, a set, you know, set and done thing. I love that because it, it seems like you can put some key performance indicators on this and then you can start to measure whatever you decided the thing is rather than just, okay, everybody, good ideas, let's go. Uh, you're able to sort of uh, put some practice around it. Um, what, what, yeah, challenges? and uh, we at Pro for uh, Pro CFO have uh, tools that really help shape it. Uh, so once you get these ideas and for the one year you put, you, uh, you know, have the tasks that tie to these ideas, you have laid out by month what you want to accomplish. Uh, you have the person assigned to it. So it's it's very a one to two pager that you can follow that's simple. Um, but it, the, it takes a few days to really flush it out with the team. That's awesome that there are some tools that I can sort of, uh, you know, engage with that can help me with that. Because I find sometimes conceptually, these are great ideas, but practically, how do I do it? And And you're saying that we've got some tools that we can uh, help leaders articulate on that, which is, uh, you know, really valuable. Are there challenges with the remote workforce? Is it just a matter of sort of different delivery systems or when I can't all be in the room putting sticky stuff together, but I've got to do it sort of virtually, are there different sort of uh, things for me to think about? Well, uh, I came from a remote environment where 70% of our um, employees were remote and we 
uh, we managed, we had full on team meetings, you know, with the 130 people. Uh, you just, the other thing is maybe you have some, you know, you, um, rewards like we, we did, you know, hey, um, hey taco, and people could give tacos to their employees. Cool. It was so. So there's there are ways to making remote really work, but Zoom is the best uh, in my mind, or or one of these tools. That's pretty fascinating. And and I think my last question for you is, um, what do you think the future of the employee engagement or relationship is? I mean, we're seeing now the Great Resignation. So at some point, that will have settled. The dust will have settled. Um, where are we going to be on the other side of that? Uh, what's what's the, the company of three, five years look like where its employees are concerned, those that are successful anyway? Well, I, uh, I definitely think you have to provide it, an environment where they feel valued and um, where they feel like their individual purpose is aligned with the companies. Uh, I don't think that's actually new. Yeah. But because yeah. of the tight, late, I mean, so these tools that I've been talking about are something that I've learned from all the way back at GE, uh, you know, so they're, it's not, it's not new. Good companies always thought about this. Mm-hmm. It's just that the tight labor market is, and the pandemic has made it so much more um, important to, to follow. Now in five years, I don't know what will happen. Maybe it will be a, uh, a different competitive market for employees and, and companies will get sloppy, but no matter what companies that treat their employees uh, with respect, value them, engage them, energize them are going to always do better than companies that don't. Joan Lavis from ProCFO Partners, uh, such a great way to kind of start the year is with a new attitude or a new perspective or just some new practices around employee engagement. Thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and your expertise with us today. Really valuable stuff. And I'm grateful. Looking forward to having you back sometime. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Visit ProCFOPartners.com and learn how we can help you build a framework for financial management and growth.